Hello, all, and welcome to a new episode of the Horror Countdown Podcast. I'm your host, Don and Ellie, and with me tonight is one of the final girls of horror, Miss Jennifer Tochi. Hello, Jennifer Tochi here. Hi, thank you for uh, doing this. It's uh, great to have you on board. Great to be here. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, for tonight's topic, we are going to be looking at our favorite 1980s vampire films. So uh, what was the uh, inspiration for this topic? What, uh, you know, anything you can say about it that uh, fueled the decision to cover this tonight? It seemed like all the good vampire movies came out in the 80s. That's when I got really stuck into into the vampires <laughs> and i just fell in love with all the vampire movies of the 80s um comedies and scary movies all right so um great so uh with that said let's uh count down your uh, number 10 choice okay um I'm warning everybody that um, in the early 90s, I got addicted to USA Up All Night, <laughs> which um, had a lot of trashy, <laughs> naughty movies in it. So um, a lot of vampire movies were from that USA Up All Night. <laughs> and my number 10 is... Beverly Hills Vamp. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're going to be a little on board. This is actually my number 10 as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh I didn't, ex I knew we would cross over. I didn't expect it on the first choice in the same slot. <laughs> uh, this is great. You're an Eddie Deason fan too, huh? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm a Michelle Bauer fan. I'm a male. <laughs> I'm a male, so I'm a Michelle Bauer fan. Oh, but I love, I love yeah, uh, Eddie is amazing in this. Um, you go ahead with yours, and I'll go in with mine. <laughs> um, explain the movie or why? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. You can talk about it. Talk about why you love it. It's up to you. I pirate movie just made it that much greater and then it was like a motorcycle sluts in heat they were making that movie <laughs> and I saw it for the first time on USA up all night <laughs> and I recognized some of the girls from reform school girls and all those movies <laughs> and I just I just love the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't disagree. This is this is a lot of this is so much fun. Uh, I mean, Eddie is hilarious in this. Uh, the producer that he ends up roping into this is just amazing. And who doesn't love a cameo with Robert Corey playing a degenerate priest? <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. So 
I'm, I'm really glad that uh, we ended up uh, coming to terms on this for the exact same one. So <laughs> um, I kind of moves on uh, my number uh, 10. So I think that'll move to um, my number nine. Uh, this will probably be a little um, high for some people, but uh, my number nine is the hunger. So um, this is from 1983. Uh, Susan Sarandon, uh, David Bowie. Um, I always forget the other name. Uh, Catherine Deneuve, I think it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is, sir. Um, it, I, I really like it. It's a fun um, art house film, but it, it, I, I, I really find it more of a drama than horror. Um, it, it has a lot of elements that I, I'm not really a fan of, but I, I still think it's done well enough that it, it, it's still a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm just not the audience for it, so... That's I, my number three. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I mean, I, yeah, I, I knew it was going to be kind of a high for some, but uh, yeah, uh, there you go. I mean, I, I figured somebody would be a fan, but um, yeah, for me, I, I recognize it's a good film. It's just, it's just not for me, but I'm, I'm still willing to uh, recognize how good it is. So. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to be bouncing off each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, what's uh, your number nine? The Monster Squad. Nice, that's my number eight. (laughs) 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 Uh, This is great. (laughs) Yeah, um, go ahead with uh, your reasoning then. Um. For me, it's like the Goonies with vampires and all the rest of the monsters in it, you know? And you can't go wrong with the Wolfman has nards, you know? (laughs) And um, I love all the monsters in it. And I just... My, my favorite monster is Dracula. How evil he is. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of mine as well. Um, yeah, he Dracula is definitely the highlight of the film. I love the scenes with him. I, I ended up knocking it down just because I think it's an ensemble more than just a straight vampire film. But yeah, no, it, it's definitely worthwhile and it's a lot of fun, so... Yeah, uh, he steals the show. He's a definite highlight. I mean, there's so many iconic lines and moments in this. So it, it had to be mentioned. I just, I, I would probably knock it down a little just because it's an ensemble, not just a Dracula centered, but yeah, it's still a great choice. So uh, yeah, that's, um, well, it was my number eight. So unfortunately that means uh, you're number eight. Okay, so uh, like I said, um, unfortunately, um, this is my number eight. So uh, Jen, uh, we're back to you again. What's uh, your number eight? Fright Night. Well, it's on my list later, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk about mine later when it's on my list, but uh, go ahead with uh, yours. Um, okay. Um, I love how screwed up Chris Sarandon's character is. I love the bat in it, how the vampire is a bat in the movie. Yes. All right, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, like I said, I'll cover mine later, but uh, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. It's one of the best. So, so uh, my number seven, I went with Vamp. So, uh, I really like it. It's uh, fun, over the top 80s, uh, you know, it's tons of 80s sleaze. Uh, lots of fun little, uh, you know, side stories with the friends trying to track down the vampire queen. I, I, I just wish she was on screen more. Uh, she's, you know, Grace Jones is like the lead vampire and she's like barely in it. So I, I would have loved to have seen more scenes with her. Uh, she just, she's fantastic in this. I mean, you know, her introductory strip tease is mesmerizing the just the way that she holds command at the strip club and, you know, everybody's just like so nervous and cowering around her. It, it, it's, it's really good. Um, but yeah, she's just not on screen enough. So it kind of ruins it just a little for me, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, my number seven. That's why that didn't make my list. Oh, but, oh my gosh. If I ever saw her in real life, I would be running away. <laughs> all right so uh what's uh, your number six um number six is my best friend is a vampire <laughs> i don't think i've seen that one it's got robert sean leonard in it let's see i got my vhs here yeah hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's got Renee, um, Barbara Jonas in it, too. It's basically about a teenager who gets turned into a vampire when he's delivering groceries, teach him how to become a vampire, and gives him the number to an all-night butcher instead of... <laughs> feeding on people <laughs> yeah sounds interesting uh yeah i'll uh i'll have to give it a shot i don't think i've seen that so not bad yeah so, all right uh so my number six i went with uh kind of a cheat it's not true vampires but it's close enough i went with the layer of the white worm Ooh. That is good. Yeah. Uh, basically, I know that it's, like I said, kind of a cheat just because it's a demon cult, but uh, she's vampiric enough that I think it's close enough to count. Uh, you know, she turns her victims by biting them and draining their blood, you know, and a lot of the other, you know, vampire lore is in there, you know, sake through the heart, version to sunlight, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, like I said, close enough, but it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, Hugh Grant before he became a sleazy, you know, leading ladies man in romantic comedies. One of the greatest uh, 
you know, folk songs that sticks in your head more than it should. And yeah, it's just over the top and bizarre and wacky. I have a, I have a lot of fun with it. It's definitely, definitely worthwhile. So it is. Yeah. So uh, move on to number five. Um, my number five is Waxwork. I know it's another ensemble. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll allow it because it's an honorable mention. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and my favorite when you go into the waxwork part with the with Dracula in it, you know. Yeah, oh. yeah um, it's my favorite segment Dracula. in this. Yeah, he he's got the best segment in that film by far. Um, I, I I just I put it I left it as an honorable mention because of that, but um, you know the other stories aren't really true vampire stuff, so I can't claim it. But for his segment alone, I I would have definitely included it just. Uh, his segment is just amazing. I love it. Yeah, great choice. So I, uh, my number five, again, another one that's kind of a cheat, uh, kind of something that uh, would appeal to me just because of, uh, you know, me being a young kid when I first saw it. Uh, my number five is Life Force. Ooh. So... Yeah, um, another one that kind of bends the rules just because it's not really blood sucking, but um, energy vampires, you know, they drain the the essential life force out of you. So uh, close enough. But um, yeah, uh, one that made a huge impression on me growing up uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, the finale is just bizarre and bonkers, and I, I have a lot of fun with it. So uh yeah, uh, definitely one that uh, sticks out for me. But number five is Life Force. So that moves us to uh, your next choice. Okay. Uh, my number four is Once Bitten. <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Jim Carrey, Lauren Hutton, Cleavon Little, and the dude who played Reptile Shrivical and just one of the guys, you know. Mm -hmm. And Jim Carrey having to be bit three times in a cool place. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, for everybody, but. <laughs> yeah. To become a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Um... So I think this may be just a slight bit of contention between us, uh, just because um, from what little I know of you, I think this is going to be a slightly controversial pick on my side. Uh, my number four is Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I know how much of a fan you are of this one, and uh, I'm guessing it's going to be a little higher on your list, just... Uh, based on some of the things I've heard about you before, but um, it, it's a lot of fun. I really like it. I just feel it's maybe 10 minutes too long, which I know you're not really gonna mind. But for me, um, I, I, I really like it. It's got a lot, of, a lot of fun elements. I'm just not that high on it, so. Uh, Don't worry, I hate you for that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, um, my number four is Lost Boys. So uh, I think I know your number three. <laughs> the hunger. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it, it's fine. I don't mind it, but uh, I'm just not the audience. And uh, I assume you are based on its placement. Yes. I can get a little artsy fartsy sometimes. Hmm. Cool. And I think it included David Bowie being in it too. That made it go up one too. <laughs> hmm. All right. So uh, for me, my number three is Near Dark. So. About that one. Oh, oh it, would it have uh, made your list? It might have. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, I enjoy it. Uh, to me, uh, Bill Paxton as Severin is one of the greatest vampire portrayals I've ever seen on screen. Uh, just one of the most vicious, ruthless vampires ever in the history of uh, cinema. The family group is a lot of fun. Um, I like the back and forth, you know, every, you know, they're trying to teach him the ways of what's going on and him trying to, you know, come to terms with everything. But yeah, th this is just a lot of, this is just really good. And uh, I, I really like what they do with this one here. A lot of the uh, vampire lore that they introduce. So uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm a big fan. So uh, number three is Near Dark, which, uh, leaves your number two well this one's an odd one <laughs> the vampire's kiss <laughs> i guess it kind of breaks the rules a little but <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah um i've seen it once so i don't have a a strong connection to it but I, I did remember really liking it. I just I haven't returned to it for, for for whatever reason. But yeah, it's definitely kind of it was definitely fun from what I remember. Um, I, I just wish I would have uh, returned to it since. So yeah, he um, Nicholas Cage goes nuts in this movie with Jennifer Beals and gets some of his nuttiest acting done in this movie and. That's what makes me love it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my number two is uh, one that you've already mentioned. Uh, my number two is Fright Night. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I love this. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a rock star horror film, you know, Lots of over-the-top effects, lots of fun. Uh, again, Jerry Dandridge is just awesome. You know, a, you know, coolie vampire always helps with this. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I love this. Uh, my number two is Fright Night. <laughs> so uh, that brings us to our uh, top choices. So, um, like I said before, I think I know what yours is. So uh, go ahead and uh, reveal your love for the film as uh, much as you want. My number one is The Lost Boys. 
you know, I love every darn actor in that movie. You can't go wrong with two dogs either. Uh, that damn guy with the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so pointless, but it just fits in that film so perfectly. <laughs> yes, it does. It was like a big 80s music video, and I loved it. And oh. it's got the Corys in it, man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so um my number one i think i kind of went a little off the beaten path with this one um my number one Alex Winter with that cool coat <laughs> yeah uh like i said great stuff just uh i mean i know you're a much bigger fan than it for me but uh yeah can't go wrong with it yeah. All right. So uh, my number one, I think I kind of went a little off the uh, beaten path with this one. Um, not sure if you've seen this, but my yeah. number. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, I don't know if you've seen this one, because I kind of went a little off the beaten path with it. Uh, my number one is Mr. Vampire. <laughs> Mm, I so I, know. <laughs> oh, I take it you are, you have heard of it. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, I love this movie. It's just so stupid and charming. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of grew up on martial arts films, so uh, a lot of that stuff appealed to me. Um, it, it just hit the right note for me. I love the comedy in this. The vampires are awesome. The lead priest is just you know the consummate ass kicker it, it, it's a ball and i i love this movie um again kind of off the beaten path just because it's not a traditional vampire but i have so much fun with it it's it's hard to go wrong with it so yeah all right so uh that uh, is uh the show so uh if you have any other honorable mentions or something you want to just announce for uh, audiences out there. Go ahead and uh, say it now. Um, just that Thursday, we're still having the midnight hour every Thursday. And the final girls of horror are still going to be doing our weekly videos on Fridays. That's about it. All right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, um, all of that stuff will uh, be linked down below for you to uh, check out her and her works. Um, definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on this. I was glad to meet you. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, check out her and the, the rest of the group. Uh, like I said, everything is uh, down below. And uh, Thank you for listening. We will see you next week with a different topic. So see you then. Okay. All right, folks. And we are back with a special in an interview here for uh, everyone this evening. I'm uh, joined by a special guest, uh, um, special effects artist and uh, makeup uh, 
I, I'm not entirely sure what the uh, term is, but uh, you know, special effects and makeup artist Tracy Jane. Hi. It's, um, I'm actually a special effects makeup artist and a prop maker as well. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, I, I was kind of unsure of what the title was, so uh, well, thank you for uh, clarifying that. I, I appreciate it. That's okay. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll, uh, you know, start at the very beginning. Uh, what was your uh, initial interest in uh, becoming a filmmaker and uh, wanting to join in the industry? Um, I think I've always been interested since I was quite young. I've always sort of been into hair and makeup. Um, unfortunately, my path didn't take me that way at the beginning. Um, so I come in it quite late. Um, well, it's my second career now. Um, so I retrained as a hairdresser, beauty therapist, and then I done special effects makeup. And then I went on to do prop making. So um, what was uh, the path to uh, becoming an effects artist? Like, were there any films or like any kind of inspiration that uh, made you decide to take this path? Oh, I think it was back um, when I was about 14 watching Freddy Krueger and the effects in that. And that's it, really what got my interest. Hmm. All right. So um, when you're starting a new task, like what's your like the day to day routine when you're in pre-production for, you know, either your makeup work or, you know, creating a, a new prop like the like the, the general uh, course of action that you take? Um, normally, if it's my own project, it's an idea what I thought about myself. Um, I made a lampshade, which has got three human faces on it. Um, yeah, that just sort of come to me and I've done that. Um, i done a Halloween video, which was uh, Edible Brain. Um, that sort of just come to me and I made that within sort of 24 hours. Um, that's done quite well on Facebook. Um, yeah, so it's all different things. Um, if it's makeup for a film... Um, I could be making the prosthetic myself, which means that I have to sculpt something. Um, yeah, if it's a prop, then maybe someone's asked me to do severed head, so I'll make a head. And yeah, so it's all different. Every day is different. So uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, joining film work, um, which you've uh, done recently. What's the uh, set like on uh, those kinds of days? What are you doing pr um, prior to shooting? Um, getting everything ready, making sure the props are, are ready. Um, if it's makeup, they're making sure that I've run enough silicone prosthetics for each individual person I'm making up. Um, I get on set quite early, prepare everything. They come in, actors come in, sit down. Uh, we talk them through what we're going to do, apply the makeup and send them off on their way. And then the next person sits in the chair and it's the same process over again. So uh, when you're creating your molds, is there, um, you know, you're creating like an actual physical um, prop or prosthetic, um, what do you do to ensure that it uh, remains safe and uh, easy to use on set? Um, all my prosthetics, most of my props, like the severed hands and things like that, um, they're all from life castings. Um, they're always with me until the moment they go onto set, onto film. Um, I prepare them, make sure they look you know, all good on camera. Um, and it's the same with the makeup as well. So uh, one of the first films, um, I'm not sure if it's going to be the first one out, but um, I, I noticed that one of the first ones was uh, the houses that house that zombies built. Um, what was your uh, actual role on that? And um, that was, I provided some prosthetics 
um, severed face, some body parts, hands, fingers, limbs. Um, and I also applied my own prosthetics on that um, film. So there was um, some zombie looks with teeth. I sculpted all the teeth, made the moulds for them, applied them. Um, that was a good chance for me to um, showcase my prosthetics, what I had made. And um, what was the uh, set like when you were arriving? Um, how did uh, everybody take to uh, your makeup work and uh, how did uh, the shooting go? Um, yeah, it went really well. Um, the first day I was on set, I worked with Lawrence Harvey from the Human Centipede. Um, I'd done some special effects on him, which I can't say at the moment. Um, yeah, that was it was a really good time. Everyone was so nice. Um, everyone really liked my work. Um, I got quite a lot of, um, you know, notice from that film as well nice um so uh you're the you know the next film that you signed on to uh which is in the woods was there much of a difference um that you noticed between having to work zombies versus uh you know witchcraft and other you know non um, the witches of the sand it's called um that's yeah that's a completely different one um so there's all different sort of scenarios what are going on in that film so I've done, uh, one day I've done nine kills, um, which are quite sort of major kills. Um, then we was in Whitstable Theatre and we literally had to kill the whole of the theatre. Um, there's been quite a lot of special effects going on in that film. Um, I'm not the only makeup artist on that film as well. There is a couple of other people who are really great. Um, so yeah, we're all quite a good little team. Oh, nice. Um, so did, uh, you know, working on that team, was that a vastly different experience? Do you prefer that uh, compared to working by yourself or? Um, I like all of it. I've, I've gone off and worked on my own projects with other people, directors. So I've been on my own. Um, yeah, I like all of it. It's all different. It's all exciting. And, you know, I get to do what I love to do. And that's to create special effects. All right. So, um, you know, I I read that uh, the most recent one was Video Shop Tales of Terror. So um, how did that one come about? Is that kind of in a similar vein to Witches of the Sands with, um, you know, the various anthology format that it uh, has? Yes, the Video Shop Tales of Terror, um, there's part one, which is, I think it's six Tales of Terror. Each segment is for about eight to ten minutes. Um, Lawrence Harvey, I've worked on him with that as well. And Danny... Thompson, Scream Queen. Um, so that's going to be quite a popular one. Um, I'm working on a few other segments as well for that. So that's a real good one to look forward to seeing. All right. And um, I recently read that uh, you joined up with Danny again on uh, her film. I think it was Zodiac, um, if I remember right. Um, how did? Yes. Yes, yeah. Gemini. Oh, Gemini. I, I knew it was a Zodiac sign. I don't know why my yeah. brain went there. But um, how did that come about? Um, Danny asked me when uh, we was working on video shots, Tales of Terror, if I'd come over and do some special effects for her. And obviously, of course I will. Um, that's for MJ Dixon, I believe. And it's 12 different videos, um, different star signs. So Danny's is Gemini. And we was working on that Monday just gone. Was uh, it different uh, being directed by somebody that you'd worked with uh, previously? Um, I mean, I know that you worked with her on a couple of the other films, but now taking direction, was that a slightly different experience? It was, but it was fun and she's really good as well. Um, she, Yeah, she's fantastic to work for and I'm looking forward to working on 
another project occurs. All right. Um, so, is there um, any other kind of uh, film work that you have uh, coming up that you, you know, at least can mention or anything like um, that? Yeah, I'm quite booked up already this year for lots of films. Um, some quite major special effects coming up. I'm back on video shot Towers of Terror soon. Um, got some really good special effects on that as well. Um, I've got my own work coming up as well. So it's a photo shoot. So I'm redoing some looks um, to make my, my profile look a lot better as well. Um, I've got some different ideas and different special effects, which I'm going to be shown on a video, probably on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, yeah, so there's a lot going on at this. Well, this year there is a lot going on. Um, okay, so uh, like you said, you mentioned uh, your own various projects. Um, I know that you have a web store that you use to uh, create personalized products and uh, different um, items. Um, what uh, can you tell us about that and how did you come up with uh, starting that? Well, um, I've got a web new website coming up um, that should be opened up by the end of next week. So at the moment, I'm just selling through Facebook um, and Instagram. Um, that came up because people wanted to buy, um, was messaged me asking to buy key rings and, and things like that. So I set that up so it was easier for people to go and just shop and buy. Um, and now it's sort of getting a, you know, a bit wider. Um, so I've decided to do the website so everyone just can go there and, and buy prosthetic hands, severed fingers, severed heads, um, Texas chainsaw massacre masks, and I do take personal customized orders as well. Okay, um, go ahead and uh, share that with anybody uh, in case they want to check it out. Uh, give you like your links and everything for uh, people to find you. Well, everything's just through Facebook at the moment. The website is not up and running until next week, so I haven't got all the details for that. But as soon as I have them, I will let you know. Okay, um, so is there any other kind of uh, special words of wisdom that you want to impart for uh, anyone else that wants to uh, follow in your footsteps and uh, enter the special effects business like yourself? Um, yeah, it's, it's very hard work. Um, it's very rewarding. It's so much fun at times, long hours, but if that's what you want to do, go for it and just keep working and, and showcasing your work and eventually you'll get seen and you know, hopefully it was sort of roll on from that. All right. Well, um, I thank you for your time. Uh, this was uh, really fun and I'm glad that we got to do this. So uh, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to do this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Well, happy to help out. So uh, thank you all again for listening and we will see you next time.